listening to the road trip after hours on that thing with Mac Davis and Teddy Long on the thingy. The Starship Twinkie thing. Well, anyway, I've probably said too much. episode of Road Trip After Hours. I'm your host, Mac Davis, along with my co-host, WWE Hall of Famer, Teddy Long. Hey, Teddy. <laughs> hey, I'm ready with you, Mac, and I know this is going to pop you right now because I want everybody to know this is going to be a great show today with me and you both have had our vitamin C, yes. and we are ready to go. <laughs> Look, I sat there uh, last night. I was trying to think, what can we talk about on the show today that's a little bit different? I know you, a lot of times we joke around about how you don't like doing the name associations uh, a lot of times, but I did think to myself, who all has Teddy worked for or worked with, as a matter of fact, you know, during your years in wrestling? And I started doing some research this morning when I woke up. I started amazing myself on the different possibilities of people who I believe you probably have worked with, whether it be in the ring, uh, maybe even as a wrestler in some cases, as the referee, as a manager, or as a general manager. What I'm going to do is throw you these names. I came up just with, now there's probably plenty more, but this is 52 <coughs> names. 52. Well let me let me say this too uh before we get started at the beginning i'll tell you a real good story sure. and that name is uh batista now when i first went to wwe in uh 1990 i think i was started refereeing well anyway jim Cornette had uh, uh ovw all right yep. and they were running a big show there in louisville kentucky uh, i came in to be you know like guest referee for that show so they flew me down WWE flew me down i got an ovw the guy that picks me up from the airport and and ride carries me around is Batista. Whoa, Whoa. okay. <laughs> so so then now and I go all the way back and I look and I'm like, wow, look at Batista. You know what I mean? From right there and went on to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, in, look in what he is where now. He is today. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, and you know, and I'll always say this, and we're gonna get into this. You know, I always believe that somebody there in Hollywood, or somebody bigger, contacted uh, the WWE about me, and I guarantee you, you know, I'm, I'm like I said, some, 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 something happened there. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'll always believe that, whether I'm right or wrong. But uh, like I said, I ain't going into all that. We're gonna have a fun show today. But you know yeah, what brother. I'm saying? Oh, I do. I, I understand. I yeah. got you 100. percent 
All right. Yeah, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm running a company for nine, almost 10 years. I'm the face of this man's company and this television show. And you're going to tell me I stayed in that position for that long and I and worked there for over 15 years. You go, And I wasn't a nice person. I wasn't a good person to get along with. So something happened somewhere for me there. You know what I mean? So that's and, okay. You know- a lot of the fans, Teddy, uh, I notice uh, when they leave comments a lot of times, one of the comments that is very common is, I wish Teddy were still working somewhere. Why isn't he the GM somewhere? That question comes up all the time. And I've seen people starting to suggest that maybe Raw needs a new general manager. Well, you know, like I said, my thing, my thing is, you know, that's over. You know, maybe it, it may come back. It can if they wanted it to come back. That's fine. But I'm I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? I I had a great run. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm happy. God bless me. You know, to make it in this business and to prove a lot of people that they were wrong about me. Yes. So I'm happy with that. And just you know to be you know sitting back doing the Comic Con, the meet and greets, the the ind- the independent shows. I'm doing a big show on August the 12th right there in Utica, New York yes. for Immortal Championship Wrestling. Some people I've had a chance to work with on several occasions that want to do something. They want to make money in this business, you know, and they're serious about it. And that's the people I want to try to associate myself yes. with, you know, because I want to give back my knowledge. A lot of people, you know, don't think I know anything, but a lot of people know that I do now. You know, how oh, in the world can I stay in something over 30 some years and I learn nothing? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, come on. Yeah, okay, you, so and you can't help but soak it in. Yeah, and then like I said, when I was out in Texas in SWE, I proved that. I you were there. I went oh. out there. They were drawing uh, uh, fifty people. I went out there, turned that thing around. In three months' time, they were up to a thousand, fifteen hundred people. One night, they didn't even have enough chairs. They had to go run out and buy chairs. They had so many people. You know in what fact, I mean? That so, that was a promotion that unfortunately. Bad decisions were made, not by you, but by ownership, if I'm not mistaken. And it just killed a company that really had a lot going. It had a lot of fire under it at that time. Probably one of the biggest upstart indie promotions that I can think of in some time that made such a statement in a short amount of time. And you know what? You know, they thought they knew this. Now, I had a couple of guys that were working there. Uh, uh, Max, uh, golly, I can't think of his name right now. Max Costello? But anyway. Uh, yeah, Max, and then there was another guy, too, that him and Max worked together. What was his name? Oh, oh God, um, golly. But anyway, to tell you this, the way I know that I w- I w- the company was being noticed, that if those two guys worked there in SWE, and they were like the stars there, I was yeah. pushing them, okay? They were, the, they were my guys. They went to AEW, AEW beat both of them. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that, like I said, they can't they ain't nothing they can do about it. No, They're trying to make it. So oh, yeah. if, if if getting beat, you know, go help you get a job, you know, that's fine. But it didn't even get them a job. But you know, like I said, I I got I I know what's going on. You know what I mean. So that oh, means yeah. that we're being noticed. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh, so yeah. like I said, I I I'm I'm just happy doing what I'm doing. So. Uh, and that's you know, what matters, man. I, you know, I just like to, I, I like to be kind of chilled and just enjoy life and uh, do what I want to do when I want to do it. And that's the situation you're in. And I can fully understand uh, yeah. being in that lane. Now, that's not to say, hey, look, I would love to go to WWE and do some work. I'd love to go to AEW, ROH, wherever. But I'm also happy being home. So, yeah. 
Well, that's the way it is. You know, you, if you feel like, you know, I can help you then, you know, give me a call. I, if, I, if, if I can help you, then we can work it out. If I can't, I, I could care less. Yep. <laughs> I, right, I don't Teddy. care if I never get a call. Let's talk about these names because we're going to run out of time. We got sidetracked all of a sudden. We spent 15 minutes. Woo! Well, we're, we're, we're speaking the truth. And sometimes when you're that's speaking true. the truth, you know, we get it get, get, gets going. But, you know, people want to hear the truth. And that's what I want to tell yeah, them. Yeah, you're going to hear a lot of it on this show. All right, here we go. These are the names. And I want you, I'm just going to bring them up. You can tell me, no, yes, I did work with them. It may jog a memory. You go, <laughs> wait a minute, maybe I did work with them. So I'm going to start way back. We're going to start early. And you can kind of tell me these names. You ready? Yeah, Bruno San Martino. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to work with him. Uh, were you in the company? <laughs> he came over to WCW for a short period, didn't he? Didn't he come in as like an announcer or something? <clears throat> Can you stop that, man? Let me yeah. get some water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me clear my throat here a little bit. Uh, Rufus, what are you doing? <laughs> Look, I, I got a bottle too. It'll probably be empty by the time we're finished. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Especially after that smoking, because I get that dry mouth. And that's what that was coming from. Yep. <clears throat> All right, I'm ready. All right. So the name was Bruno <clears throat> San Martino. Okay. Uh, no, I didn't get a chance to work with Bruno. I had a chance to uh, be at the Hall of Fame there when they inducted him. Um, but I never did get a chance to work with him, but I did get a chance to speak to him. And that was really good for me because he was one person, you know, that I had seen over the years and, oh, yeah. you know, looked up to. So I was glad to be able to meet him. All right. The next name, Dory Funk Jr. No, I never worked with Dory Funk Jr., yep. but I always had the chance to talk to him and his wife. You know, they had the wrestling school where they trained a lot of the students. And so I always had a chance to talk and have fun with Dory. But I worked with Terry and had fun with him. Okay, and we're, 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 yeah, I was about to say that was the next name coming up. So that's funny that you bring him up. So go ahead. Uh, what about Terry? Yeah, a lot of people may not remember this, but they had a thing uh, like Piper's Pit, and they had a thing called Funk's Grill. And me and, and Terry Funk always had me, you know, in Funk's Grill, you know, and we always did real funny stuff. And I'll tell you another good story about Terry. He's another one that I call and wish a Merry Christmas to every year and I check on because he was another guy that looked out for me and told me about people that, you know, didn't like me. And he, I mean, he didn't have to tell me do that either, but he was another guy that looked out for me and I never forgot that. He was, he was a good, he was a, well, I guess a lot of people would consider him maybe old Southern kind of guy, cowboy. You wouldn't expect that at that time from him, which made it right. even well, bigger. Really but I mean, but he was a guy. But he was a guy that understood. I ain't bothering nobody. Right. I'm doing my job. I mean, right. what? What? Else? I mean, but you know what I'm saying. He understood that part. You know what I mean. That's, so I pre I thank him for that. Let's see. The other name uh, is Harley Race, and of course, I know you work oh. with Harley. Oh God, yeah. And speaking of the guys that helped me out, Harley was another one. He was another one. Pulled me to the side and told me about people. You know what I mean. And like I said. He, he didn't have to do that, and I had a chance to go see Harley before he passed. He was yep. in the hospital here in Atlanta, and I went down to see him, and uh, I was just glad I was there to, to see him before he passed, man. And I, I wanted to, you know, just let him know, you know, I appreciated, you know, what he did, you know, for me. And uh, he was all funny, too. He was always uh, messing with JYD, and uh, <clears throat> Harley always kept this uh, taser, and every and he'd keep it hid, and every time he 
with me a dog, he which especially dog, dog couldn't stand it. And every time dog would come around, Harley would ease right to him and hit him right with that taser. And dog, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Harley. Oh, yeah, that, that, that that's some good stuff. I remember too. Dusty Rhodes is another name. Oh, wow, man. You're t- talking about some good people, man. Uh, Dusty Rhodes uh, gave me my first job. Uh, he hired me as referee. And uh, uh, here's another thing Dusty did for me, and I didn't understand it. God rest his soul. And I didn't understand it back then. But as I over the years, I, I'm glad he did because I went back and it helped me learn so much. Dusty, when we were at the TBS studios there, I was refereeing. I was also, you know, running errands too. You know, I'd do, uh, I'd go downstairs and I'd get this this bouillon soup. It was like liquid soup, yep. and they'd have this production meeting, and I'd get uh, like five or six cups of that bouillon soup. It was liquid soup, and I'd have it on the tray and I'd bring it up and give it to everybody. Jim Crocker was there, JJ, um, Dusty, and some other people that were in part of the production meeting. But anyway. I brought this soup and stuff in there one day, and as I got ready to leave, Dusty turns and he looks at me and says, stay right there, stay right there. So, <laughs> so you know, I just stopped and I stayed right there, and they started going over the meeting and talking and everything. Now, I really don't understand none of it, but no. as I grew and as I worked, as long as I got in the business, I would always go back to that meeting, and then it would hit me. I'm like, oh, now I see, I understand what they what yep. that meant, you know? But he didn't have to do that. That just nope. that just something out of the way, you know. He's just he put I, you I under mean, the he put you under a learning tree without you even realizing it at first. And he said that to me one time too, because I thanked him, you know, for my job and him. And he said, "No, no, he said, no, baby, it was you, Teddy Long. You did that, you you know." But I still, like I said, he gave me the opportunity. Yeah. And uh, the other thing, a lot of people may not know, is when I had Mark Merrow, Johnny B. Bad. Uh, they, when we first got ready to debut him, he Dusty wasn't a, was the one to name him Tutti Fruity, and the reason why of that because he looked like Little Richard. Yeah, he did. So, so Mark come out of a meeting, come out with from Dusty, and he runs to me, says, "Hey, hey, Teddy, Teddy, they're gonna name me Tutti Fruity." He says, "Oh my God, I don't." I said, "Well, <laughs> I said you got you gotta have to do whatever they say, man. If that's what he wants, he said, "Well, can we think of something, something, something?" So. I just started thinking of something, and I said, well, I don't know, man. I said, I'll think of this. I said, here's what I'll say. I said, I'll go in there, and I'll give him something else. And I said, I, I'm saying I'm scared to death, you know what I'm saying? But I think Dusty will let me, he will listen, will hear me yeah. out. And so, because I felt you know, me and him were that close, because we talked before. Yeah. So <laughs> I shot back in there, and I said, I said, uh, Dream, I said, uh, I have another little idea here. I said, for, for Johnny to be bad, I said, what do you think we do this right here? I, and I said to him, I said, all the all the fly guys will be mad and all the fly girls will be glad. Get ready for Johnny be bad. And it does it. Like, I, that, I love it, baby. I love yeah. it. And so we went with that. And it made me feel good that he, you know, accepted something from me. And I went back and I told Mark, I said, I gave him that. He's going to call you that. And he was ecstatic. He's like, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is so, so that's cool. how Johnny, that's how Johnny B. Bad was created. That is cool. All right. Let's see another name. Tommy Rich. Uh, I had a chance to work with him. <clears throat> uh, I had the chance to meet him before I even broke into business. Uh, when I was down at the TBS studios, you know, just running errands and emptying garbage cans and 
going back and forth getting jackets, but his, some of his his jackets were <laughs> where I, where yeah. I was I was picking up some of his clothes. So, but uh, I, I knew Tommy from way back then, and I had a chance once I you know broke in, I had a chance to work with him. All right, the other name, of course, we know for sure that you have uh, Rick Flair is the next name. Yeah, had a chance to work with him over the years. Uh, refereeing, I started, and then um, once you, I yeah, started I'm managing, thinking, Teddy, you worked a lot of matches with Flair in the defense of that championship, and in Dusty matches too. Uh, I mean, you, you had the best seat in the house for some of those major matches in the early days. Well, what does that tell you? If they trusted me then to be in there with that, and yes. back then they didn't play. I mean, this this was oh, yeah. big, this meant something. If they trusted me then to get in there to be with these two top top stars, then what does that tell you? Yep. So that's you know that's what I'm saying. If I was doing my job then, I've been doing it all along. So yes. you know I'm yeah that's what that. You know what I'm trying to say? Oh, yeah. I do. I do. Here's another name that uh, when you say Ric Flair and you think about those times back then, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Great. Love the dragon, man. Uh, I, I can't wait to see him on the meet and greets because uh, me and him, we have such great conversations. But we go way back. And he's another guy like Terry Funk. He's another guy that I call on every Christmas and I wish him a Merry Christmas. I always think about him. The dragon was always one to come and talk to me and, you know, help me and stuff. And uh, once me and him really started talking and he told me one time me and him was talking about something, a finish or something I think we was talking about. And then I mentioned something about we do it like this. And he looks at me and he said, damn, tell you, you've learned a lot. You, you <laughs> I, I, 30 years, man. I yeah. just kept my mouth closed because that's what you do. You have to shut up and listen, you know, and don't don't let nobody know you know. But you got so, yourself to a point where when you did say something, they listened. And yeah. uh, and see that's that's the huge difference. You sat under that tree for a while until you learned, and when they knew you learned enough, they started listening to you as well. Well, you here's the deal: you don't talk until you're ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. You that you, you have to know when to say something. Oh yeah. And also, when you say something, you have to make sure it means something. I understand this business very well. If I come up with an idea, I also have to think: well, is this idea going to draw any money? <laughs> That's the first that, thing. Yep, yeah, it, might sound, it is a business. It might sound great. I mean, it may be entertaining, but is it going to draw any money? I learned that from Vince. This man educated yep. me to what this is. This is a business. And I I never got mad at him when they always talked about what he had done cut somebody out or did something, you know. I understand. This is a billion dollar operation this man yep. has got. One little thing could could mess it up. So I, I understand very well, man. So like I said, when he got on me the one time, that's the only time I ever had any problem when I was out there playing, me and, me and Randy Orton, and not yep. blaming Randy, but I'm blaming myself because I was out there playing. And Vince let me know, this is a business. You don't play here. Okay, 24-7. Okay, you keep it like that. And I, got, I said, oh, you're right. And I told him, I said, it was me. It was me, yep. sir. I said, I was playing. I said, but you don't have to ever worry. That'll never happen again. And it didn't happen again. No, it didn't. All right, here's another name. Now, and I want you to notice that every name that I am mentioning in this list of names are all world champions. This is just a tip of the iceberg of people that Teddy has worked with in his career. All right, so Sting is the next one. Sting, yeah, I had a good uh, work with him and Lex. Uh, they had yeah. great matches together, especially when I saw Rip Wren. 
And uh, that's when I had a chance to work with Sting. And then first when I started managing and I had a chance to work with him, that's the first time Sting had worked with me in the ring yeah, since since my referee days, of yep. the managing days. And uh, he, it was just hilarious to him, man. He was just, <laughs> he, and he just shook my hand. Teddy, you're just, you're, you're too much. You know, yeah. So I, he, he, it's funny because I don't think the, the young generation today can fully grasp how over sting was when he when he was at his peak and i'm talking about his surfer days with the the, you know, oh. the blonde hair oh my god i mean that was that was you know in my time growing up that's who i was watching i was seeing sting grow and become this huge phenomenon and he was just something else to watch and i can just imagine being in those buildings every time he was there Oh, yeah, man. Great guy. Like I said, another real nice guy. Great guy to work with. He worked many times, too, with the next name, and that's the Great Muda. Did you ever have a chance to cross paths with the Great Muda in the ring or on promos or anything? Brother, listen to me. <laughs> I had the opportunity to ride with the Great Muda and Gary Hart. God rest oh, his soul. Wow. Gary Hart was managing him. Okay, Gary Hart is tired. Now, he don't want to drive no more. And I guess, you know, Gary didn't know about me. You know, I was a driver. Because back in the day, some of the guys like JYD, Butch Reed, God rest his soul, they wouldn't even ride in the car unless I was driving. Because, I was, <laughs> you know, they trusted me because I drove everywhere. But anyway, uh, so Gary didn't want to drive. So Gary messed around and let Muda drive. Now, Muda is with the, it's raining. I mean, storming. Muda is driving 80, 90 miles an hour. The, the car is hydroplaning, jumping up and off the water. Oh, it's God. a wonder that it's a wonder we didn't crash then, man. God just took care of us. But Muda don't know. <laughs> you know, he just flying. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> what are you uh, doing in the car at that time, though, Teddy? I mean, you got to be screaming at this point. I can't, well, I can't say nothing. What the hell am I going to say? Yeah. You, and back then, you didn't say nothing because if the boys found out you were scared, then yep. they'd really put it on then. So you never let them, you don't never let nobody know you're scared now. Oh, good God. <laughs> no. another, another name. Rick Rude is the next one. Oh, man. God, you're calling some great names. God rest his soul, too, man. Uh, me and Rube, we rode together, too. Had the chance to ride with him. What a nice, great guy, man. Uh, he uh, Rube would come by the house sometimes, too. And uh, my wife, rest her soul, she was, you know, her and Rube, they really got along. She, her and Rick were, were good buddies. So, yeah, man, Rick Rude, man, super nice guy. All right. We, we already talked about Lex Luger already just a little while ago. Uh, and the next name after that is Big Van Vader. I had a chance to work with him. When, you know, Vader wasn't too friendly, you know, with certain people. And I was one of them people. So, you know, he just, you know, he was in his own world sometime, I could tell. And uh, he had his own people that he favored. So, like I said, I worked with him and that was about it. The only thing I ever heard about Vader was that uh, he needed to wash his gear a lot more than he did. I heard that was an well, issue. So. I, <laughs> Ron I Simmons. I don't even think I ever got that close to him. So <laughs> well, that's good because uh, you don't want to get hit by him either. Ron yeah. Simmons is the next name, and of course, we know you've had uh, you know interactions with Ron Simmons. God, my God, you managed. Oh, oh man, I, I just talked to Ron yesterday. Uh, yeah, man, uh, first met Ron. They come in, he come up from Florida, uh, you know, and he first come into WCW. Then we met him back then, and then that's when he. Uh, well, I think we had Doom first, and then after Doom broke up, then that's when he went into the singles, and he became the world champion. 
But uh, yeah, met Ron back then, and uh, next thing I knew, I think they put them together, and they had the had the mask on them, and they were calling them the Ebony Express, and they had them with Nancy uh, Sullivan, Sullivan, which was yeah. Nancy Benoit, God rest her soul, and she yeah. was managing them, and uh, and this is how this happened. <clears throat> Kevin Sullivan uh, and Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert, God rest his soul, they were the two guys that I rode with. These guys were masterminds of the wrestling business. A lot of people didn't know I was riding with them, but they would. I learned so much because that's all they talked about was wrestling and finishes. When Kevin Sullivan was booking the NWO, I was right there in the room with him every night going over the booking when watching him put everything together. A lot of people didn't know that because yeah. you, you can't let them know stuff like that. But I can talk about that now. But I was right there in that room with Kevin every night. He booked that NWO. So I learned and I learned and I learned, but I kept it all in, you know. And I remember one night, you know, what made me feel like I knew something is one night we were overseas and Chris Benoit, God rest his soul, he went up to the top rope and he usually when he goes up and does that big dive, you know, he goes up and he, you know, he, you know, goes yeah. right to it. You know what I mean? And uh, that night, you know, he just stalled, you know, just for a minute, you know, just yeah. to stall. And, you know, and he and he went on and did it. But then when he come back, you know, and he says, Teddy, how was that? I said, I said, well, Chris, I said, you know, sometimes and I'm just saying this, man, I swear I'm just saying it just, you know, I said, Chris, you know, I just thought, you know, I said every time you go up for that dive, I said, you really go and you, you go right ahead. You don't stall. I said, the night you stall just a little bit. Oh, God, he took that so Oh, Teddy, you're right. You're right. You're right. God, I knew I should, you know, and I didn't want to create all that. Oh, yeah. You were just <laughs> you kind know? of pointing out a little thing you happened to notice. But I was, and, and I was able to say that to Chris Benoit. I was able to, and a, a guy that would value my opinion. And he knew that I was in that room every night that that booking was going on with kids. So he knew I knew. He would come to me with stuff and ask me about little, different little things. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, it's it's it, it was just and 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 like I said, and then getting back to Ron after we uh you know uh, they depart got they took the hoods off of them and they put them with me Doom. So then I had a chance to get a chance to know Butch real well. You know, I knew Butch, but not Wells. But that was a great time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can I can only imagine traveling and working uh, with those two. Uh, yeah. And the only thing better than that would have been working with JBL. And the can you imagine if if Doom had been JBL and Ron Simmons? Oh uh, well, I, same thing. I'd rode in the car with him. It was just like Doom, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and imagine, then when I, I imagine if it had been all three, suppose you had a stable of oh them. yeah, JBL, Ron, and Bush. Good Man, you Lord. would have been kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Look here, and I we, just realized. I just realized we were going to run out of time. We have actually gone long as mainly because Teddy and I don't care. But what we're going to do is we're going to stop right here. These stories here, and we'll pick up with these names. And trust me, I still have one, two, three. I got four more pages for us to talk about names of people Teddy has worked with in his career. And they're all world champions. This has we been fun. Lot, what, what we can do, we, we would allot some time each week on each and that we're maybe ten minutes, and we'll allow that much time to yep. do them each week until we get to go through all of them. 
Yeah, it's just I've enjoyed this. It's great because it's also fun to see Teddy just kind of pick up these uh, stories that pop to his head as we talk about them. Because I have not prepped Teddy on these names; he has no clue of the names that I got. Uh, you know, sitting down here waiting for him. And that's good. That's yes. good. I don't want no prep. I don't want no clue. I want to be able to tell the truth. Yeah, I yeah, want to hear the yeah. first thing that comes to mind. I mean, good, right. bad, or indifferent. It's just whatever comes to mind. Teddy, I right. enjoyed it, brother. We'll do this again next week. I am Mac <laughs> Davis. That is WWE Hall of Famer. Teddy Long, and this has been Road Trip After Hours. Holla! Hey, look, Teddy, I'm moonwalking! <laughs>